Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God which engages us is the first verse of our Old Testament lesson for today, Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Thus far the text. Dear friends in Christ, I must admit that each year I'm glad when December 21 comes and goes. December 21 is, of course, the winter solstice, the day on which we have the greatest amount of darkness and the least amount of daylight. I'm glad when December 21 passes because I know that every day after that there will be more and more daylight, at least until June 21st. Well, in our Old Testament lesson for today, God also tells his people that they are going to be seeing more light, not more daylight, but more of the glory of the Lord. And God's people would receive this message as they were in exile in Babylon, probably wondering there what would be the future in their relationship with God, or even would there be a future in their relationship with God at all? Or would God simply abandon them in the darkness of their exile? Well, in our Old Testament lesson for today, God addresses and answers that question. Even in the midst of the darkness of their exile, he says to them, in effect, wake up. A new day is dawning. Your light has come. You're going to be able to go back to Jerusalem and to Judah once again. For God promises in our text that their sons will come from afar and their daughters will be carried on the hip, presumably as they make their way back to Jerusalem and to Judah. And that's exactly what happened. God brought his people back home from their exile and there he continued to reside with them. But ultimately, our Old Testament lesson for today finds its ultimate fulfillment some 500 years later in the coming of the ultimate light, Jesus Christ, coming into the darkness of our world. And today, as we observe the epiphany, we recount how God made known the fact that his son had come, especially making it known to Gentiles, these magi who come from the East. God, as it says in our gospel lesson, used a special light, a special star, to guide these magi to their Savior, Jesus Christ. And we observe a couple of things. First of all, we don't know how many magi there were. Most people conclude that there were three and are convinced there were three because of the three gifts that are mentioned, gold and frankincense and myrrh. But Matthew never tells us how many there were. There may have been three, there may have been 23. We just don't know. And notice also that the Magi did not come and visit Christ at the manger. Matthew tells us and describes for us that these Magi came into the house where Joseph and Mary and Jesus were residing. And notice also 
the stark contrast between the ultimate light, Jesus Christ, and the darkness that was in the heart of Herod. Herod was Herod the Great, the Roman ruler of the territory of Judea. He was an incredible builder. He was a skilled politician, but he also was a very troubled man. He was so paranoid in his later years that he had his wife killed and had two of his sons killed, thinking that they were going to be threats to him and his kingdom. And so when these magi come from the east and ask, where is he who is born king of the Jews? The darkness in Herod's heart comes to the fore. And that darkness would be on display for all to see in a short time from that. For Herod, in an attempt to kill that boy who was, named, who was born king of the Jews, is later going to order that every male child, two years old and under in Bethlehem, be put to death. An incredible event that has been known throughout history as the slaughter of the innocents. But by the grace of God, and in spite of the darkness in Herod's heart, these magi are led by God to their Savior, Jesus Christ. And they fall down at his feet and worship him and give him the gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. They are the first fulfillment of the prophecy in our Old Testament lesson for today that the nations will come to the light. And God protected those magi, bringing them back home safely around another route so that they would not have another encounter with Herod. And one can only imagine that when they got home, they couldn't stop telling people about what they had seen and what they had heard. The ultimate light come to the darkness of this world. Now, whether it is December 21 or June 21, the world in which we live today could certainly be described as darkness, at least spiritually speaking. And the problem is that many people's eyes have adjusted to the darkness, so that now they see things that God's word clearly describes as dark and wrong as being light and actually good, such as the taking of human life before birth, or the vast sexual immorality that we see around us day in and day out. It seems that if enough people are doing something, many people accept it as correct and light and good and never question it. And weekend after weekend in our nation, numerous people are shot and killed, including in St. Louis, and we seem now to accept it as just the new normal. Or more recently, we've seen video coverage of gangs of people smashing their way into stores smashing display cases, and taking all the inventory out the front door with hardly any consequence at all. How accurately John described the darkness of this world when he wrote in John chapter 3, verse 18, this is the judgment, that light has come into the world, but men loved the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. And we cannot excuse ourselves from lurking around in the darkness from time to time, 
The prince of darkness loves to lure us into that darkness where our old sinful nature loves to be satisfied. We too, in our thoughts, words, and deeds, show that we love the darkness at times rather than the light. But God says to us today through the prophet Isaiah, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And indeed, it is the glory of our Lord to humble himself and come and reside with us, his creation. It is the glory of the Lord to take the darkness of sin, our sin, upon himself as he hangs there on a cross, where appropriately there was darkness from the sixth hour to the ninth hour. And it is the glory of our Lord to bow his head and die for us and to be placed in a dark tomb. But the darkness of death and the darkness of that tomb could not hold the ultimate light, could not hold the Lord of life. And he rose from the dead on the third day, just as he predicted he would do. Proof positive that he had conquered, that he had won over the darkness of sin, death, and the grave, not only for us, but for all people. And it was in your baptism that God the Holy Spirit made Jesus known to you, along with the light and the life that he brings. Your baptism was your personal epiphany. And just as those magi could not have found the Christ child without that star guiding them, so also you could not have come to Jesus Christ, could not have figured it all out on your own without the Holy Spirit guiding you to your Savior through the water and word of holy baptism. Remember how Martin Luther expressed it in his explanation of the third article of the Apostles' Creed? I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him, but the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified, and kept me in the true faith. In your baptism, God called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And now, as people who have been called from darkness into his marvelous light, it is our joy, it is our privilege to reflect that light of Christ to all whom we encounter, both individually and as a congregation. For example, what a joy it is to reflect the light of Christ to the Afghan refugees who have already arrived in St. Louis, and how great it is to see that collecting point in our West Lobby overflowing with winter coats and shoes and many other useful things. What a joy it is for us as a congregation to reflect the light of Christ to our 12 missions of the month that we support, people and ministries literally around the world sharing the gospel with people we will never meet or never even get to know this side of heaven. And what a joy it is and has been these last couple of years 
to reflect the light of Christ to all the new people and all the new families that God is, has brought to us. Many of them coming to us through our school, through our early childhood center, and through our Parents' Day Out program, resulting in more than 30 adult confirmations and more than two dozen baptisms of both adults and children. In these and so many other ways, what a joy it is to reflect the light and life of Christ to all whom we encounter. And as people who have been called from darkness into his marvelous light, we await with great anticipation that final day when Christ shall come again. With the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God, once again our text will be very appropriate. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen around you. And on that day, we will rise. Glorious bodies, our bodies, will rise. And at that point, we will join the unending day, the new dawn, where there will be no darkness, no sin, and no death. Listen to the way John describes it in Revelation chapter 21. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it, and its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. Just as every day after December 21 brings us more and more light, so also every day that we live here on this earth brings us closer and closer and closer to that day when we will arise and shine. So what finally is there for us to say? Simply, Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. <laughs>